Take it with a grain of salt. I'm giving it to you straight, no chaser. Who needs tequila when everything feels better with a shot of brandy? Normally you find me with a tall glass of wine, but on this journey, I'm serving you straight, dirty martinis. Welcome to our podcast, Not Your Standard After Dark. We will not be silenced. All right, welcome to another episode of Not Your Standard After Dark. We are back in the building for another episode on this lovely Thursday. You already know what it is. We have our hosts in the building, Brandy G. Hey, people. How y'all doing? I miss y'all. I'm just excited to get this episode going. And we also have back our self-proclaimed champagne pretty dick poppy. There you go. Now, mind just hit self-proclaimed because these are things Colin has claimed in our past episodes. But uh, I'm going to let him live with it. <laughs> Welcome back, Colin. We missed you on the last episode. I miss you guys, too, as well, a lot, to be honest. Um, being away for one episode, honestly, was like, oof. I didn't get a chance to kind of get involved with Dro and kind of light his ass up, of course. Um, it was a wonderful topic, too, as well. So I'm kind of bummed. I kind of missed out on that one, too, as well. Um, but just kind of my absence, um, being away from family, dealing with like a lot of family issues, um, definitely took its toll on me. And so I'm trying to make sure I'm right in the right headspace when I'm filming. Um, and so I just need like a mental break, uh, just a quick mental break. I'm back, ready to go ahead and get into these topics, go ahead and give you guys what you guys have been waiting for. I know my two co-hosts did justice last week, but the wild card is back and he is ready. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, Lord. We're in for some shit tonight. All right. So, <laughs> talking about being in for some shit tonight, we have a guest that's about to join us. Goes by day, okay? So, don't get it mistaken. Don't get it misconstrued. Straight out of New York. Now, we know we have some straight listeners out there. You know what I'm saying? And we love you. And we respect you. So, we've decided to bring in the straight perspective. Let's bring him in. Let's go ahead and welcome in Day. Day, how are you? I'm all right. How you doing? You know, you hit us with the Wendy Williams. (laughs) 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 But I'm not even going to go there. Um, So uh, with that being said, we are doing great. So welcome to one of the most realist, unfiltered podcasts you can be a part of. Be free to be who you are. Say what you want to say. Don't mind Colin. He has no home training. It is all good. Ooh. Oh, see, I haven't met me yet. Damn. So, you know, Dejan, I know you're familiar with the show. One of the things that we talked about on last week um, for the unpopular opinion is the unpopular opinion was formed around you shouldn't have to pay and bring a gift when you're invited to someone's birthday. Yeah, Colin, you missed a good one. We're not even going to waste our time going to I'm not that. even going to give my spill on that, but okay. Yeah. You know, I'm now I'm a little curious, Colin. Just just, just give us, a, what are your thoughts on that real quick? Just real quick, because we missed you last week. So give us your thoughts. Let me say this. Anytime you're going somewhere, a gift is always needed. Always, always needed. Um, so you know how I feel about that stuff like that. If you come in somewhere, definitely bring a gift. 
Just my personal opinion. That's a common sense thing. And I mean, home training, like, you know, your mama raised you right. They should have. Right. That's big facts. That's just like going to somebody's, like, kickback and not bringing a, a bottle. You bring like, a little personal. Who does that? Just pulling it out for yourself, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, selfish yeah. ass motherfuckers. <laughs> On that note, y'all already know what we're heading into. It's time for our, our unpopular opinion this week. So excited. So excited. I'm in love with that. <laughs> All right. So here we are with the unpopular opinion of this week. And it is, you shouldn't be in a relationship if you're not financially stable. I repeat, you should not be in a relationship if you are not financially stable. Colin, let us know what you think. Um, Totally 110% disagree with the statement. Um. To be quite honest and be quite fair, I think we all have had times where we were not, we're not as financially stable as we would like. And we were still messing around with people. We were still dating people in relationships and shit like that. We made it work. Um, I just feel like you won't be fine. You, you can definitely get to a point where you are able to get yourself in a better financial situation. So I feel like it's not going to always be there forever. Um, so I feel like, you know, definitely love that person. You definitely want to be there for that person. You'll make it work. This is my opinion. B? I completely agree with Colin. Listen, just if I'm not financially stable does not mean I still don't have a lot to bring to that relationship. Hello. Show you a bomb ass time on a budget. I can show you and do all your love languages that you have. <laughs> Let me tell you, I still cater to you without being financially stable. And then when I put myself together, guess what? We all coming up. Like, I'll wind it down your ass right at the park. And we're going to have a good old time. We'll go to the club before 10 o'clock, get it free, still have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> there are options to it. I don't think that is like an end all be all. You know what I mean? Let's let this time to build myself up together. We're going to rock out. And you'll you be. They still have a two for twenty at Applebee's too as well. So like you can always Applebee's. Oh, I gotta draw a That's like a very cheap, inexpensive date. Come on out. It tastes like yeah, it too. Next Dejan, what are your thoughts on this guy? Listen, they already said I disagree with the bullshit. I don't need to say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's. Fuck. <laughs> they boneless wings, Listen. even only like boneless wings at all. I went and had them like maybe like two weeks ago and it was not bad. Like as far as like, I mean, I, I love bones when I'm wrong, but it's for like from them, I wouldn't even eat them, but I got them and it was pretty good. I'm not going to Applebee's though, y'all. I'm not going to I will. Now, we know you go to Applebee's. I spruce nah. up some common for y'all, put little scallions and shit in it, make it look like so. I'm going to jump in and say that I completely disagree with the statement as well. I believe there is nothing more beautiful than starting from the bottom and working your way up and really achieving things together and growing in a relationship. I feel like if you have it all in the beginning, then, you know, where's the fun in that? Everything is based on, it's like no real appreciation, I would say, in my opinion. So y'all say what y'all want to say, because I know some of y'all got sugar babies and sugar daddies and sugar mamas and y'all living your best life. I get that. But when I want to build something with a concrete foundation, I'm going to take you where you are, and I'm going to be taking pride in the fact that I was around, I was with you on those late nights, I helped you, and we did what we needed to do together to make it to our success level. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say, 
that's a bunch of shit. I'm sorry that I even read it, but I had to bring it to the table because we want to know. Y'all let us know. Do y'all agree or disagree? You shouldn't be in a relationship if you're not financially stable. Let us know. So we're going to go ahead and move on. Up, oh, I lied. So <clears throat> I figured since we missed Colin last week that we will be uh, doing a double unpopular opinion. So cue it up. So excited. So excited. <laughs> yes, we are back again. So this time, this one comes straight from Colin's Facebook page. Now, one of the things I know that it's summertime and a lot of people like to participate in this. There's a lot of broils and stuff around this. But Colin had an unpopular opinion and it Ooh. states, crab legs ain't that good. Colin, just when we was going to let up on you. Just when y'all, I feel like, you know, everybody mother likes crab legs. And so now I'm about to get even more of like the hot seat because I felt like I made a statement out there, and which is a very true statement. But I promise you, like everybody, even little ass kids that's two years old eat crab legs. I just don't like them. What is wrong with them? So that means they ain't that good. Is it the seasoning that you're using or like what is it? Because we know your taste buds are already off. Ooh. I will be. Yeah, well, let's, let's not go too, too far. Let me say this. I think that the texture of crab legs, I think the working to even get the meat out it's just kind of just like, for what? I think for me, I've never like really been a seafood fan. And so I feel like the first time I had crab legs, like don't judge me y'all, I was at Red Lobsters. Oh. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, this was like, uh, I'm not really feeling this or whatever. I feel like now these like crab legs have grown into like this whole big thing, especially living in Texas now. Um, these like seafood boils or whatever it is, they are, like these bags of seafood and like shrimp and all this other shit. It's just too much for me. It's messy, it stinks, the texture's off, like, throw it away. First of all, this nigga said Red Lobster. Do you know that's like grandma, grandpa, capital capital of the world? Like, who goes, that's like a retirement thing. <laughs> let's let's you be very clear, like, you knew back in the day. Like, you are old. <laughs> you knew back in the day when y'all was younger, it was a privilege to go to Red Lobsters. We're not talking about back in the day, though. We're talking about right now. Well, I'm saying, like, from the time I've had crab legs to now, ain't shit changed. When's the last time you had crab legs? About, oof. We're done. Because you couldn't even tell me that answer. Couldn't that even tell you. That what you're saying right now is not valid. What you said was, and I quote, crab legs ain't that good. But how you know what's good for you if you're not even tasting what's good? I'm talking about crab legs. All right. Oof. Dejan, you're making a lot of faces in the studio oh. today. I need to know. What are you, as a guest, we're sorry for the disrespect. But what Beyond is it? it. To be honest with you, I haven't had crab legs. Oh, oh shit. And the only reason why, you know my situation. You know my situation. Okay, Nobody so we get it. You haven't had it because it's a valid health reason. Yes. But even wifey says if she could eat them, she would. I know she would. Oh, yeah. So you have a real reason. Colin's just on this whole, if it's not for the senior citizens, I don't want it kick right now. And we're <laughs> over it. So, I mean, B, what do you think? Because me, I know that I get it's a lot of work. I do get that it is some work, but I enjoy it. Like, it's like, like okay, 
so you don't want to be in a relationship because relationships are a lot of work. Like, come on now, it's a relationship with that, but it's, with it's that, that crab leg in the moment. But you get that seasoning, the seasoned right. You bust that wide open. You know, you like busting it open. Come on, Colin, you bust it open, <laughs> suck it out. You know, you like that shit. So why are you sitting here bullshitting? I don't eat crazy because it's messy. I'm sure you have had your share of mess on that same little dick of yours. All right, oh, so let's keep it moving. Lord, Lord you know that's all on his face, but. We, we <laughs> We're on this like I'm always in the high seat. We getting Brandy in the high seat next because I'm always like, damn. You asked because you used to be saying some out of pocket stuff, but I get down with crab legs. It's nothing like breaking that shit open and then you see the crab meat just like waving at you, like, come get me. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Come get me. And I'm getting it. I'm dipping in the fucking butter. I'm tearing it up. So you lost me there. So, how are you out? So, the, just last question or whatever when it comes to these crab legs. My only no, 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 concern no, no. is you don't dictate when's the last question with a couple. Well, let me say this: <laughs> you make a my last, like my last oh. about these crab legs for as long as I feel, because I can't believe you even made that statement. Wait, wait, do y'all say, like? Do y'all bite the crab legs with y'all teeth and like get the shit stuck in y'all teeth and stuff like that? I just feel like it's just too much. I don't need to bite it with my teeth, and I don't need a cracker either. I can do that sucker. I'm so good. Like these thumbs are trained. You just break it. Lord have mercy, Lord. You break it and you suck it. Mm. Well, listen, crab legs ain't coming on. I mean, I'm not doing it. So, listen, I'm if, 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 if but you I'll say what, you, I'm not even in the sucking, but I'll go ahead and take that crab me right on out. Slurp, slurp. Because it's nothing more satisfying than knowing you did that work, right? Mm. And then you taste it, right? And then you're like, damn, I want more. Sometimes it's got to get wet and messy for it to be good, Colin. You should I'm know like starting to learn that. Like, you got to get a little messy for it to be good. You but I'm just a messy. Add... It takes some work. Like, you use your hands. You got to. <laughs> you do that too well, Harold. I'm just saying. <laughs> he does it very, you know, it, from the, the watermelons to sucking watermelons and shit out of a straw, that is very technique. So Ooh, please. My God. I'm not going to block my blessings. So don't hate on me. We're going to wonder why you doing old people shit. Are you retired in the bedroom too, Colin? We want to know. What is a pretty What is a pretty dick if you can't do nothing with it? But anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on. Better go ahead <laughs> and wrap up. I'm sorry, Dejan. Day, I'm sorry. I see I'm calling people governors. Day, I am sorry that you had to endure some of this. But let's be real. Is it always like, is it always fun if it's just clean all the time? Like, And when I say clean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Man, I don't give a fuck. Now, try not to dig in Colin's ass too much with this unpopular opinion. He had a week off, his asshole just healed recently. Literally, my asshole was ripped open from the last time y'all went in on me. So, I'm getting it stitched back up at this moment. Like Brandy said, like I'm getting it stitched back up. I'm getting it tightened back. It, it's been fucked up, I see clearly. Mm -hmm. Don't serve what you can't eat. All right, so what we're going to do is move on to our next segment, which is our Let's Talk About It segment. And with that being said, Colin, what are we talking about today? Tonight's meet of our podcast, and it's actually a really good topic. I'm interested to kind of see everybody's perspective. Um, when is it too soon to move in with your partner? Um, that is a huge, huge thing, especially in the black community. Um, especially, let me not get into my sphere. Let me just say, let's go ahead and start this off because I'm I want to hear y'all's 
opinions before I even go into mine. So go ahead. So the question is, how long should you wait before moving in with your partner? When is too soon? When is too late? So we want to know. The time is ticking. Some people be looking like the time is ticking. Are you moving in or are you moving out? What's going on? So, um, you know, it would be rude for us not to just ask our guests. What are your thoughts, Mr. Um, I'm going to represent for the people? Listen, there is no time. At the end of the day, it's between you and your partner. Y'all decide that time. You could, it could be three weeks. Y'all be together three weeks and y'all move in. I seen it. First thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Or, he been drinking that Colin juice. Oh, shit. Ooh. shit. I'm keeping it back. Or you could be somebody like me. And I throw it out there. I am married. It took me nine years just to move in. Ooh. Just to say, all right, we all, we in it. I might as well move in. Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. What the hell? <laughs> well, yeah, they they like, oh, why you take so long to move in? I still have some growing to do. Because when you move in now, now you're carrying different baggage. Everybody got their own baggage. When you move in, now you're saying, all right, I can handle your baggage. I'm going to take care of your baggage. Oh. Vice versa. Interesting. I'll give you that. Nine years. Uh -huh. <laughs> nine years. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, you got to think from about three it. Weeks to, if y'all want to do it in three weeks or nine years. Listen, when you move in. That's a really different perspective. I really wasn't yeah. expecting that, to be honest. Yes. Because Is this the first person you've ever moved in with in a relationship? Yes. 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 Oh, y'all do it differently in that lifestyle because in this lifestyle, you be, you know, renting homes. Like, you be in and out. Like, <laughs> I'm keep it real. So everybody else can BS. But, like, things move very quickly in this lifestyle sometimes. And it's like that three-week period. Like, oh, I met him at the club. Oh, he's perfect. Mm -hmm. And they move in, like, a week later. And then mm -hmm. it's like all hell breaks loose. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's a time limit. But I feel like you should really get to know someone and know where you're going before you make that commitment of moving in. I agree. And this is from a lesbian. So, you know, y'all already say that lesbians, you call it. That is an ongoing thing that is talked about. And it's very true. <laughs> I'm not going front. My um, last relationship, we moved in within six months and we ended up being together for seven years. Um, my wife, you know, we were long distance, so we didn't actually move until about two years after we started dating. However, do I think it's a time limit? No. But do I think things need to be talked about? Yes. I, I need to know what your finances are. Um, are you messy? Are you a neat freak? Guess what? These are things that are going to be arguments over time. That's the thing. Like, I think those kind of conversations have to be had. I mentioned in the beginning, you kind of meeting that person's representative and not So good luck with that as well. That's just my, my thought on it. Do you feel like, is there like a trial? Like, do you test this shit out before you actually do it? Like, 
day for you? Did you guys like spend a night for like a couple of days at each other's places or visit each other's places? And so that way you got to kind of feel for that, that person in their natural habitat. So it was actually my own crib. So it's like, that was mine. Mm-hmm. But it was more so stay the night type of deal. But till we actually moved in, now you see it's different. Because now I'm, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going back to my own spot. No, I actually live here. So it's like I have to deal with comes with what you're giving me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there are times where I'm, I'm messy. Like sometimes I'm like, I, I have those days. Like I don't feel like doing shit. <laughs> I don't feel like doing shit. Leave me alone. Then your partner is like, nah, like we don't do that. Like you got clean, and you can't just be like, yo, this is my motherfucker. No, this our house, this our apartment, this 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 our everything. We doing this. Yeah, you got you got to think about that. Colin, so, have you like lived with an ex or a partner? Uh, I have never ever lived with any ex, any partner ever. Um, that's a scary thing to think about, uh, especially in the gay community. Uh, it's a super fast thing to do is to like date somebody. Next thing you know, y'all yeah, like live with each other. Um, now, have I gotten to the point where it was talked about and we started looking at places? Yes, um, but did it actually go through? No. Um, I feel like once you start living with somebody, it's almost like everything kind of becomes one. And I like my own space. Um, I like my own everything. And I think that because of the idea of moving in with somebody, it's like so permanent. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. And so I feel like that's the biggest reason why I feel like I would not move in just so soon. Um, me and my ex were together for like a minute and it was brought up, but we just never really went through with it and i think because i have cold feet sometimes uh i'm a lot to deal with which i'm sure everybody can already testify to i'm a lot to do i'm a lot to kind of think about and so i feel like just everything kind of like probably take me off that's that virgo in me um food wise i like messy food all that shit. it's just it's a lot and so i feel like ocd kicks in for me so no nah, i'm i'm good mm-hmm. all right let me ask this question because it's something that i've encountered before in the past so Let's say you're dating someone and you know that they're still living with their ex. Would that prompt you to have them move in with you sooner or would you leave the situation where it is and still pursue? Uh, we're not dating while you're living with your ex, boo. Come, come, come holler at me after you move out and find out. Because I'm not dealing with that. You know, you know what's my dick and my ass is mine. So if you live with your ex, it ain't mine. So I don't want They're it. just friends. They're just friends, though. I mean, I'm usually y'all friends are not. Nah, I don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Also, as well, it, got, it depends. Is it a two-bedroom they stand in or a one-bedroom? A two-bedroom. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, nah, that's still too close for comfort for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter, bro. I'm with that. You talking okay. to me? Like, well, that's just we, we just friends, nah. Okay, so we no lie. Where you going? We we doing? Get drunk. The next thing you know, they fucking right. Yeah. Let me tell y'all. So I've encountered this before, where I was dating someone who told me after we started dating for a while that 
I was wondering why this person always came over to my spot, which I didn't mind because I'm at home, so I control my atmosphere. So it was cool. But then I found out that they were dating their ex, but they were supposedly best friends with their ex at the time. Um, but then I just really felt uncomfortable about it. So I had an opportunity for them to move in. Mind you, we've been dealing with each other for a couple months now. So of course, for my comfort, I was like, you know what? You're here all the time anyway. Let's just move in. Now, hindsight, was it a little too soon? Yes. My, I guess my insecurities in that moment, or I guess my fear of the inevitable of those drunken nights and those memories that you guys have created in this space might get in the way of what we're building. So we ended up living together. And it was quite the experience. You learn a lot by living with someone. But I'm just saying, when is it, like, what are some deal breakers for you when it comes to living with someone? Like, I know, Colin, you haven't done it yet. Day, you waited nine years, I mean, <laughs> to do it. Like, for me, I've lived with, let me see, one, two, like, four of my exes. Um, yes, I have. Four of my exes. One was college. You can't really count that because we were staying in the room together in college. Okay, cool what it is. But after that, I've lived with four. One was on the road traveling all the time, so it really didn't even matter because it felt like I was there by myself. But then the other two, it was just like, it was there. But it's like you see things differently when you're living with someone. Like, you really see everything. And even for you, you have to alter everything that you do because I was used to doing certain times, doing certain things. And then when that other person's there, it's like, oh, shit, is this being disrespectful? Oh, my gosh. Maybe they feel some type of way. I can't talk to my friend as much right now because, you know, this is the time we usually talk. I don't want it to be a booty call. It's like, seems like it's a booty call. It's like so many factors. Oh God! Lots of facts. I mean, not totally agree. Um, I recently was dating somebody uh, a few months ago, and uh, they started like leaving little shit in my house, and so it almost felt as if like we were living together. Um, and Did you like, have a drawer for them? Did you like have a little drawer? You know what? Because I'm such a gentleman at times, I did have like a little drawer for them. They had like a little section yeah, in my closet, an like an Easter egg. That's an invite. That's an invite. <laughs> Well, I think because, I, let me say this, A, I really, really like this person. And so I feel like it kind of was going to the verge of like, let's see where this goes. And because, like I said, I think they started like leaving little stuff. I was going to be mindful. I was like, you know, let me go to Target and buy them a toothbrush so I can keep it in my house. Let me go ahead and, you know, buy this so I can keep it in my house or whatever. Like, I'm oh, throwing out hints. you to buy the stuff for them. Well, like, just like toothbrush or whatever. Like, so, you know, if they get up in the morning, want to brush your teeth or whatever, totally fine. Like, let me go ahead and just... Throw it out there, you know, you got a safe space to come to. We ain't live with each other, but you got a safe space to come to. So you know what I'm saying? Lay your head at, you know, get up, brush your teeth in the morning. Hey, you know, you got your clothes in there or whatever. Like, totally fine with me or whatever. I think those things tend to freak me out after a while. And I'm like, damn, like, is this person live with me or am I, like, tripping? I mean, you did kind of open the door a little bit. That was So let me say this. Let me, I get what you're saying. I feel like I was trying to be nice in a sense. And also, too, as well, like, Damn right, I enjoyed them being in my place. I enjoy being around them. So I was like, you know, why not make them comfortable as well? So they wouldn't have to like be like, oh uh, damn, I gotta like leave at like midnight or whatever, because I don't got this and this and this. And I'm like, well shit, like, hell, you can just I got you here. I get that. But once you give someone, and in my opinion, once you open up, here's a drawer for you, it starts off with just a toothbrush. Then it's a <laughs> night clothes. Then it's like, oh shit, I left my sweater there. Oh shit. Then before you know it, you're throwing stuff in the drawer, and that drawer becomes their whole wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen like that. But there are people I know that it, it stayed where 
had some stuff there, but they did they never moved in. You know what I mean? So y'all gotta be having those conversations though, Colin. Because that other person might be like, Oh, they I want me he want me to move in. Like, <laughs> no way, you know? You know, I, I'm not a po- I wasn't opposed to it at the time, but like now we are not dating at the moment. We are on two separate paths, and I feel like you know, right now I'm good. I'm not like buying any toothbrushes anytime soon. I'm not buying anything soon at the moment, except for me. So nothing wrong with that. So here we are, Deja. Day you waited nine years i commend you for that because i couldn't do it because i need to know and this is maybe this was a problem of mine in the past because part of my reason of wanting to live after dating for a while with someone is to see if i really would want to live with them for the rest of my lives well rest of my life and so it's kind of like if this lease i know it's a lease so the lease is over but i don't want to buy no house with you because that mortgage don't i mean we're going to keep doing this until the house is paid off but at least i know that at the end of this lease if it ain't working, it's it. But nine years, I couldn't do it. No, fuck that. I'm sorry. I just couldn't do it. Well, how did you do it? Like, I mean, I guess y'all spending the night and stuff, but to me, it's just not the same. At this point, after for me personally, after like two, three years of that, mm-hmm. it's kind of like we at a point now, look, I you done took three years of my time. So we're going to either see what this is like for another year and make sure that we are compatible in that state or not. Because even now in my current situation of living, it's like... Personally, it's more so in that nine years, because we've been together since out of high school. So in that time period, it's growth. Y'all were young. Yeah, yeah, we were Work through our own stuff. We have to work through our own stuff to be able to even say, like, yo, let's live together. Okay. So now so, that, 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 that makes sense. So that makes know? sense. Right. You know, so then it's like, all right, when the time came, it's like, you know what? I'm ready. I don't got my immature ways out the way. I'm getting I'm not getting any younger, I'm getting older. So it's like, yo, let's do this thing. So you feel Boy, are like, you married? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Go in September. It'll be two years since we've been married, but it'd be eleven years since we've been together. Well, actually, in March it's been eleven years since we've been together. So it worked out. Uh, it worked out. Yeah. I I will say the beautiful thing about living together is coming home to that person. Hell to the motherfucking yeah. That day you had looking forward to it, waking up to that person. Now there are times you're gonna get on each other's fucking nerves. Let's keep it real. There are gonna be times like you get on my nerves today. I'm gonna go in my space and be in your space. But it is a nice feeling to be able to do those things. How many times you've been dating somebody and they're like, oh, I gotta go. I want them to go. Like that's me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good. I'm good. I just need to deal with one. That's it. I'm good. Yeah, and that's it's it's that's the nice part. But again. I don't think there's any time. Uh, it's really what you got to have conversations with people, though. Yeah, definitely no time. And I can actually say, I actually know people. Like, I actually have a friend. Basically, for example, he dated her for six months. In that six months, he moved in, got married, broke up in a year, this divorce in a year. Mm. So it's like, Moving in, you really have to think about it. Because then it's like you moving all your stuff, all your belongings 
to this one spot, and I hate fucking moving. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like you move all your stuff, then it's like, I right, shit go sour. Now I gotta move out. It's like, damn. And you gotta I move all the shit. Yeah, yeah. That leads me to another question. So. You know, for a long time, it's like, don't move in until you're married. Don't move in until you're engaged, whatever the case may be. I don't, <laughs> I don't really agree with that. <laughs> like, I want to move in. I want to know what I'm really, like, you know what I'm saying, what I'm getting into. I really want to know and what this really is. Like, like before, so my thing is moving in, before we say I do, I need to, we need to go through it. I need to know how you handle yourself. Like, I don't. I, I it, it always baffled me how someone be like, yeah, I'm so in love. Oh, okay. And then they're not living together. And then they get married. Then once they live together, oh my God, I can't stand this. Like, oh, and then there's weird. your divorce. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm still so baffled by people that don't live together and then get married. Like they are not living together until basically after that honeymoon. And Arranged marriages will never be for me. Sorry. That's a whole nother subject. But there are people that just, they still follow that and wait. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I respect it, but I, I, I just can't do it. Nah, we good. We good. That's another kind of journey that I just am not trying to be on. I need to be able to deal with everything. Like, I need to know how gassy you are. I need to know. <laughs> All that. Make sure I can handle and take all of it. <laughs> I want to know everything before, you know, you get to that. Oh, I'm going to bring this layer. So, you know, okay, you're living with this person, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to add another layer to this topic tonight before, you know, I don't want to wrap it up yet because I feel like when you move in with somebody, there's so many different layers. So, you know, you have the honeymoon phase. Like, so my question is, because, you know, we always talk about sex and things. How often when you're living with someone, should you have sex a week? Mm. Wow, Harold, okay. Oh, God damn. You right. start getting out of bedrooms. Yeah. Bedroom, bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it varies on what's going on. Like, you'd be having sex at least three times a week. You'd be having sex every day, another week. Uh, some mm. weeks, if work is crazy, it might be once a week. Um, it depends, but I, I'm not trying to go long without it. You have to, you know. Yeah, Men, y'all, y'all operate a little different. I know y'all wake up with some issues in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it's a reminder of my blessings. That's yep. how I do that. Y'all wake up with issues. I don't quite know how that work out for y'all every morning. Um, you know, it's off subject. But I do want to ask a personal question. Do y'all beat y'all meet every morning? Like, how often y'all do that during the? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> want to know. I'm you sorry. know, if my mom will listen to this, mom will not listen to this part. I actually beat my meat actually every other morning. I do. It's quite frequently. I do. See, I was asking that. I feel like I used to, but I I haven't done that in some time. Like as far as like every morning, I don't. I mean. No, I don't do it. Like, I, I don't know if it's like I have too much shit to do or so many other things on my mind. Like, I look at it and I'll be like, damn, you in my way. But it's just like, maybe I'll touch it or hold it. But it's not like I'm like, just. Nigga, you wake up busy as hell in the morning? I be having things <laughs> in my mind that I got to get done. But in the morning, I look down like, damn, I'm blessed. Oh, it's pretty. 
Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna try to take a line. But then I'll be like, you know, sometimes I want to touch myself just by looking at it. But then it's just like this takes too much time for me. I got stuff I need to get done, and then I'll have sex later or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't share a day. You are welcome to share if you want to plead the fifth. Yeah, let's say uh, I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm just saying. At least you've been honest. At least you've been honest about it. Always in the gym, so it's just like I got that little extra. Ah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to do it. I'm going to let you guys know how it was. Well, I don't think Dave wants to know how it was. <laughs> I don't think he wants to really know how it was. I'm just going to text you a strong arm so that you, you can know it was real. It happened. And I'm just be like, my nigga. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm sorry, yo. I know we got off subject, but when a question like that pops in my head, I have to just... Hey, that's a really good question. I feel like, especially live with somebody, especially like gay men or whatever, especially living with each other, I feel like you wake up almost in sync to be like, yo, like, you know, we both are, you know, hard or whatever. So I feel like in sync. And I guess kind of go back to the question that Harold kind of put on the table um, as far as like how sex, how many times a day or how many times a week or whatever. Um, for me personally, it depends on the position. And so I feel like if I'm going to be the one on the bottom of something, <laughs> then it ain't happening that often during the week. Cause I definitely, like I said, even though I talk shit about food and stuff like this, whatever, I definitely can eat. And so I feel like the whole process we talked about this before, if I'm on the bottom or something, definitely ain't happening. And it's probably happening like maybe like once every two or three weeks for me. Mm-hmm. See? It varies. That's what I say. Oh, of course. Living with someone opens up so many doors because it's also like the, the you have your own separate space. So I used to be in a relationship where I'd be like, if I had to use the bathroom, number two, that is, I would go, I'd be like, all right, well, we got to go. I'll see you later. I'll go home and do it. Now it's to the point where like, you know, when you live with somebody, it's kind of like, what's up, babe? I'm just sitting here taking this shit. What's good? Like, I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> that shit is disgusting. I, I don't see how people can, can take shits with their partners like that. And like I said, when I was dating a dude who was like, let him, stand with me for the most part in a sense like he got very comfortable and like would pass gas and like do the whole nine yards and for me it's still like be a lady not like a lady but <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know have some damn manners shit <laughs> oh my bad trapping up fucking farts and shit in the in the sheets like be a lady at night <laughs> See, and that's what happens when you start living together you know you got to talk about listen, listen is this Something you would like into, you okay if I come they got her to accept it, man. I don't like that gassy shit. Sorry. <laughs> See, I knew I should eat them tacos. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lighten that shit up. This is in the room tonight. We're on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Air freshener. It's so much that really goes on with moving in with somebody. So we've already kind of like discussed. So many, so many things under this topic. But okay, when is enough enough? And you're like, we need to be living together. Like, what do you think your cap is? Hmm. Or for you, Colin, when do you think it would be? Like, when are you like, damn, we need to just like do this? Uh, I think probably when it reaches the point to where I feel like I'm not as complete at nighttime without you, I feel like that's when I think I will kind of be like, Maybe it's time for us to really like say it again. Say it again, because that was really poetic. Go ahead. You know, I'm trying. This is my poetic side of myself, or whatever. I'm like a lot of sides, but I feel like I said when I'm not complete, like at nighttime without you. I think at that point in time, I need to really like be like, damn, okay, Colin, like you know, whatever I gotta do to, to go ahead and us bridge this gap together, I'm gonna do it. So I feel like 
you know, once I get to that point and I, I feel that in the situation, then I definitely will probably move forward and kind of be like, you know what? I found a place. You can go ahead and just move in with me. That was, that was cute. <laughs> All right. So my last question before we wrap up this topic is, if your partner came to you and said, listen, it's either we're moving in or we're over. You guys have been dating for two years. What would you do? I don't really handle ultimatums very well. Right, that you know? part. But you that's really like this person. You really love this person. I love you, but let's not force it. I would like for it to happen naturally or gently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because guess what? If we're at that point where like we are each spending so much time at each other's house, it does make sense after a while if it feels right. But if you like give me that ultimatum and I'm not ready, I'm going to be like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not ready. So now you have a choice. You can either deal with it or not. But I'm not ready at the moment. Because guess okay, what? Okay, Brandy. That could be a setup for failure. You know what I mean? Right off the bat. No, no. Uh, I definitely agree with Brandy at 110%. The ultimatum thing, I'm just not really a fan of. Um, yeah, at that point, it's kind of like, I'm good. Um, especially if I don't feel that connection. Like I said, on the poetic side of myself, it ain't happening. So um, After two years, no connection? I mean, some people have been together for nine years, and you never know it might have a connection. Um, I'm just saying, I feel like in general, just not for me. I've been in a relationship for two years, and I feel like it still was not enough for me to be like, yo, I'll move in with you. It's, it still wasn't enough for me. Deja. And if you have to give me an ultimatum, shit, that's automatic, though. <laughs> like, like Sis said, like, it gotta happen naturally. You know what I'm saying? Let that shit manifest. Let it flourish. Don't just put a fucking time limit on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's right, though. I feel like a lot of times in the black community, we put time limits on things because we want to be married by a certain age. And that's you want to have fact. kids by a certain age. And so I feel like that kind of stems into this whole thing of like, I need to be married or moved in with this person by a certain time, certain age front. Like it's just, I feel like we put this timeline on ourselves because of what we would like. And I feel like, I know for myself, I definitely put myself on timelines. Like I want to have kids by I'm 32. And it's like, sometimes we can't put time limits on things as far as like what we would like in our life. So I totally agree. Yeah. Talk it, brother. Talk it. It might not brother be facts. Right. You might think it's the right time, but the universe knows it's not the right time. Not Bingo. Right. So let's go ahead and wrap this up and get into our, our, our final thoughts on this topic. So the question at hand is, how long should you wait before moving in with your partner? And again, those who are listening, we want to also hear from you. Like, how long did it take you before you moved in with your boo? Did it last? Did y'all break up? Did y'all break up and get back together? What happened? <laughs> we want to know your stories. We want to know all of your tea. And we won't spill it. Maybe. But yeah, thank you there. So let's hear our final thoughts. We're going to start off with our guests in the building day. Your final thought on how long should you wait before moving in with your partner? Like I said before, there is no time limit. It's all between you and your partner on an agreement. That's it. All right. Colin? Uh, I think we all kind of agree tonight as far as no time limit on moving with somebody. Um, let us not put these comments on just life in general. And so I feel like for once on this podcast, we are all on one accord 
And I am happy to say we all agree with the same. You don't have to put no time on something. You know what? I think me and B both agree. B, do you have anything you want to add on to that? It's literally the exact same thing. Go with your gut. You know, you know when it feels right. And you just go with it. Y'all, look at us. Listen, I, I know we are growing. You know what it is? It's Colin's on some sensitive shit tonight. And so it's <laughs> like, he's like. You know, I listened to Drake the other day. So I'm like, in my oh, synthy mode. No. So I'm like, you know, Drake for me, my little poetic justice, my little suave, debonair type of guy mood today. So. No, shit. I'm, I'm mad at it. But, all right. So that wraps up our Let's Talk About a segment, of course. Let us know your thoughts. We're going to be asking. We want to know. You can submit videos. We'll post you. We got things going on, things we're working on. This podcast is more than what you see right now. I guarantee it. Um, so we're adding a new segment onto the show. You heard it last week. So we liked it so much. We had to bring it back again. Got to create something so you can hear. So excited. So excited. Let's bring on our Let's Be Honest segment hosted by no other than the First Lady, Brandy G. Hey, hey, hey. All right, y'all. This is a new segment. It's very, very simple. I have some cushions here in a little cup, and I'm going to pull them out, and let's be honest about the answers. Pretty simple as that. So I don't know what I'm going to pull, so bear with me. First question. There you go. Would you or have you ever had group sex? What's considered a group? More than two people. <laughs> More than two people. Would you or have you ever had? You can answer somebody. Let's be honest. Dejan? Day? I haven't. Colin? <laughs> I've had my fair share. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What about you, Brandy G? Yeah, I, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't off the hook, Brandy. Um, Harold, don't don't think you off either. Oh, <laughs> I thought I answered it. <laughs> we didn't hear you. Oh, I've been there, done that. Would I do it again? I would. I mean, it's nothing wrong with a little bit of fun. You just got to know what you're getting into. Sharing can be caring. It can be very caring. Mm, mm, mm. Well, <laughs> the next one. All right, I'm pulling out, so this is random. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm lying. We're gonna do that. Oh, this is a, a hard one. So if y'all don't have an answer, if you could sleep with any celebrity, who would it be? Okay, I'm good with my answer. If it was a female, Swiss Beats, I'm coming for you because Alicia has been on my list for a very long time. So I'm definitely coming in for that. And then when you talk about males, you know, I used to say Trey Songs, but I just feel like he sold his royal oats all over the place. So I'm kind of over it now. But I'm rocking with Rome Flynn nowadays. Oh, okay. okay. How about you, Day? I have to go with like everybody else. I have to go with Rihanna just because I like Caribbean. Rihanna's cute. She's like that sexy, like I'm gonna give you that slutty, nasty sex type of vibe. Yeah, I feel like that's what Rihanna is. That's it to that, baby. 
Colin? Um, Female-wise, don't judge. Young Miami. I don't know why. I feel like she would be, like, fun in bed. Really? Um, And then okay. for guys, uh, this actor named Jeremy Pope. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's a very handsome, nerdy-looking guy. I think I would, like, have fun with. Mm. Okay. Well, this is easy. Well, it's not really easy because there are a lot. But why? <laughs> guys, you already know how I feel about Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. Definitely get it with no problem. I would tell my wife, you can sit here, you can watch whatever you want to do. That's Mark Lee Joy seems a little toxic. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not trying to have a relationship with him. I'm just trying to sleep with him. Keep it simple. And I'm going to agree with Day with Rihanna because I just feel like she is a freak, John. <laughs> you know? I talk very, that little accent. You know what I mean? Nice and thick in certain places. There are several, but she is on the list for sure. I'm just going to throw this out here, though. There is someone who's on the list that, you know, people wouldn't really expect, and it will be a threesome. And I know you guys are going to probably think this is so weird, but I would really love to be in a bedroom with Barack and Michelle because I just feel like it'll be some presidential, interesting shit. Like, I feel like they have a side that the world has not seen, and I would be able to have it all. Said so I could be the secretary, okay, Harold. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the most weirdest. I knew you guys were gonna judge me, but it doesn't matter. I said what I said, okay. On judgment. All right, so you guys good, or would you like one more? One more for the road. Oh shit! Here we go. Let's see what we got. What is your definition of amazing sex? <laughs> Mm. These risque questions, jeez. Yeah, luck of the draw. Amazing sex for me is that sexual experience where you just can't even talk after. Mm. (laughs) It's just like, damn, and that's all you can say. Like you want more, and you're just like, damn, but you just can't do it because it just was. It just, damn. Okay. Okay. Let's see. For me, I will have to say, number one, it's long foreplay because you're working up a buildup, a full-on buildup, right? And then there's something called tantric sex. Y'all know about it. Look it up. When you are so connected to your partner that y'all are almost breathing in unison at the same time. Oh, shit. You didn't have that buildup of foreplay. And during the foreplay, you know, looking in each other's eyes, breathing hard, and it's all in unison. And guess what? You probably have the hardest orgasm you've ever had. We'll talk about sex another time. But that's amazing sex right there. Yeah. I'm about to take it back off of Harold. When you have to say, damn. <laughs> when you got to say, damn, it's like, damn, you got down like that? Sheesh. I thought I was impressive. Goddamn. Pulled out some tricks. <laughs> what about you, Colin? Oof. Uh, I guess amazing sex would be something to where, honestly, if if I'm in a bed knocked out after you, you know, had sex, that's some amazing sex for me. If I can go to sleep right after and sleep good, 
No. Oh, and I feel like that's not hard to do. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I feel like it, it really is. I feel like sex is super, super enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like if I can really like, especially if I can go to, if I can have sex with you and then like you can sleep over with me the, that same night after we have sex and I can sleep like a baby, it has to have been amazing for me. Mm, okay. I, I like see it. his point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Get in that's that. poetic. This song, this poetic sound. I need to bring this more onto the, to the podcast. Yeah, see what I'm saying. So that wraps up our Les segment. I hope y'all like that segment because we'll keep bringing it every week. Different I like questions. that. Random. Right. Definitely dope. So with that being said, Brandy G, what is our drink of the week? Ooh, our drink of the week is called the pink drink. It's so simple, but so good. So for this, you can use whatever alcohol you like, meaning tequila rum or vodka okay so you can do about an ounce of that a little more whatever you prefer then on ice you're gonna uh take ocean spray pink cranberry juice listen to me y'all this is different it's a real light pink you probably won't even realize it's cranberry juice you're gonna pour that in there take half of a lime squeeze the juice from half of the lime into there with the other half cut a couple slices leave that in and just sip away it's so good, you almost forget that you're actually drinking alcohol. So it's called oh. Pink Drink. Ocean Spray, Pink Cranberry, whatever your alcohol choice is. Y'all love it. Try it out. Let me know what y'all think. Y'all gonna get Liddy off of it probably and enjoy it. Brandy always comes like some good drinks for the day. She always comes with some really good drinks, okay? That sounds refreshing. Because I love the drink and I can. <laughs> get I, I'm with you. It's real refreshing. I think y'all love it. All right, so that is our drink of the week, the pink drink. And now we're about to end with our song of the week. But before we do that, um, I want to definitely give a shout out to our guest, Day. Day, if people want to connect with you, if they want to talk shit in your DM, that what Colin always cries about, I think he'd be lying. But anyway, um, if you want all of that, where can people find you? You can definitely find me on Instagram at Hugh Image because I am a photographer. Yeah, so it's open. Holla at you, boy. You're support those black businesses. All right. And then, of course, go ahead. We're going to go ahead and close out with our crew. Colin, where can they reach you? You can always reach me on Instagram at hebefly, H E B F L Y. If you want to get into more personal detail, you can always follow me on Facebook at Colin Jones. All right, Brandy G. All right, y'all already know where y'all can find me on IG, soulfully underscore underscore yours. Hit me up, DM me, let y'all know how, let me know how y'all like the episode, whatever y'all want to talk about up in the DMs, we can talk about. All right, and of course, you can follow all of us and see what we're going and see what we're doing and all of those good things on Instagram at NYS underscore after dark podcast and then there's twitter which colin will be taking over i just got to get on his schedule at nys underscore after dark or you can email us your suggestions your thoughts and all of those good things um at nys after dark at gmail.com and of course if you're looking for me you can find me at kj perception so that is how you can find us all now to end this episode right what is the song of the night I thought the song of the night would be appropriate with the topic. Um, when this song come on, I feel like you just be feeling it. 
is, is a banger. And coincidentally, it's by Rihanna. Straight up coincidence. We found love by Rihanna. So yeah, it's a banger. That is a banger. I feel like I need to go get my pink drink and let's let's just rock out. (laughs) All right. Rihanna, we're looking for you. Let me know if you want to come on over and be a part of this podcast. We are looking for you. Okay. All right. With all that being said, that wraps up another great episode of Not Your Standard After Dark. See you next week. Yes.